Peter Borker here and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guy. Now in today's episode, I want to look at onboarding. Now, most businesses out there have no onboarding process whatsoever, which to me in this day and age, I find it very hard to comprehend. So you think about it. How difficult now is it to get good talent? We're at the height of a labour market in the UK and the reality is people are on short demand. The good people out there, they're already working for somebody else, period. So actually to acquire someone with such great talent, you're often looking at a, let's say, a four to six month, even sometimes longer period of acquisition. And that is including your, your sort of the whole put the advert out there recruitment process, your first interview, very often your second interview, then offering the job. And then if it's a great candidate, you know that they're going to have a two or three month notice period because their previous employer is going to have them locked in. Before you know it, it's six months. Now surely, if you've gone to all that effort of wanting to go out there and get the best talent, would you not want to give them the best start possible in your organisation? Give them the start so that they can just win and not figure it out for themselves? The reality is, most people have a most elaborate sort of recruitment process, really good, they've got that bit right, but the onboarding they totally suck at. Now to give you an example of companies that really pay attention to onboarding, I love the Disney story. I love the fact that when Disney hire people, no matter what position they're in, they can be sort of the person that's interacting with customers, collecting the tickets, whatever. No matter what your position is, you go on two weeks onboarding. Now you're not learning for two weeks how to, let's say, collect tickets or put on a costume and talk to kids. That's not what you're learning. You're learning about the company culture, about the company rules, about its ethos, its ethics, its behaviours, its expectations. You're really learning how to become part of that Disney family so that when you do go out there and you do execute your job, you truly represent Disney in the best possible way. Now, with a number of my clients, we've placed a bigger emphasis on the whole onboarding process. And I've got a couple of clients. They both happen to be in manufacturing. And one of their biggest challenges happens to be employee retention. So with one of the businesses, if you make it past the six-month period, you tend to stay for four years. So that's quite significant. If you make it past six months, you tend to last on average four years. And another business, well, at the end of the day, if you make it past the three-month period, then you're on to stay for the first year. So two businesses, two very fundamentally different challenges, both around people. What we've had to do is for each business come up with a unique onboarding process that allows us to take the employees on that journey. So let's say for the one that has, we need to get them past the three months. What we've done is we've made sure that A, when they come in, we give them a proper half a day induction process where we cover who's who in the business, what the rules are, what the culture is, the importance of the culture. Yes, and that's covered already at the interview stage, I know. But it's all about reinforcing. It's about making them feel comfortable we, we map out for them on the sort of onboarding process what their 12-week flight plan is going to look like. So over the next 12 weeks, 
this is what your development plan should look like so that by the end of the 12 week period when we do their probation they are sufficiently encouraged enough that they want to stay. Now our onboarding process in that particular business isn't just a half a day. We've got touch points all across the 12 weeks until they pass their probation. So we consider the onboarding process to last 12 weeks because we want to maximize the chances of that person staying A with the business and B wanting to become part of the journey. And we've adopted a very similar process in the other business where the because we've got like 15 or 20 different cultures working there so we're very much reliant in that company on European labor they've all got their cultural differences they've all got their language differences we've adopted the whole inclusion bit where we've got onboarding in I do believe now it's eight different languages when we do the onboarding some of them don't have the best command of the English language guess what we have we have people that speak their native tongue going through the whole onboarding process with them. And what we've seen in these businesses is a drastic improvement in a employee engagement and employee retention. But again, it all starts, you've got to just think, it all starts with the beginning of the relationship. It all starts with their first impressions on day one. And it is our job to make sure that if we're going to start our employees, let's start them on the right foot. Let's get them started the way we would want to be started. Let's just set them up to win. Let's not set them up to fail. So onboarding process, there's a lot to cover. It's a really in-depth topic. You're not going to cover it in just one video. If you want to look at how your onboarding process in your business needs to be looked at, especially if you're a high-growth business, onboarding is absolutely critical if you don't want to burn through people. Head over to walker.com and get in contact. And remember, failing to learn is learning to fail.